In a fair at Villa Maris All Puerto Rico 2003 early morning, hanging out with friends? Having the time of our lives, the scent of morcillas, bacalao frito, mofongo, and other fried foods typical of the island surrounding the baseball field of the town where this fair is. You can also see other families, other groups, and even couples laying bedsheets or towels in the ground having a picnic. While you feel the cooling breeze on a sunny day and listen to the crowd over Boricua music like salsa, merengue, reggaeton, plena and bomba specifically the last, since as signs of Christmas approaching with the parandas, while all this is happening to feel the need to use the restroom, excusing myself from the company, in a sprint while I open the restroom door it slams on the other guy's face, this man much taller than myself screams at the top of his lounges, I will kill you. Needless to say, had to hide in the stall since my bladder was about to burst. Sensing danger made it hard to urinate and it's been already a few minutes. The gang starts to be bothered by my lateness and begins to look for me in the restrooms. Nev sees and hears a guy's voice screaming and banging the stalls. Rushing towards the commotion he sees how tall and big this guy is. He gets flinches and then he gets hit by the flaring fists of the big man. A big guy yells, Out of my way kid. Lewis, run. After I finish my business in the stall I pull back up my shorts and begin to crawl under the stools to the one on my right and it had its door open. While big guy is chasing Nev out I manage to escape right behind them and pass him. Let's me up at our usual spot. Everyone scatters and in under 5 minutes they meet at the power generator of the baseball field where there is less visibility from the gatherings of people from the carnival. The big guy decides to start chasing me again and at some point so many people started to show up that it assisted me in losing the big guy. However, the number of people was so overwhelming I couldn't see high enough to identify areas to go meet with the gang. Looking around I see a kiosk of food and the hunger starts to creep in by smelling the chicharrones and tostones. Looking lost and confused a young woman with a blue dress, light white skin. Wavy blonde hair approaches me and asks, Are you looking for something? No, well, yes I am looking for the back area of the field, the one that leads to the park. I see, well I'm not familiar with this place but perhaps I can assist you. Thank you, I'm Lewis by the way. Looking shy and discreetly attempting to see her face, however, too much light from the sun prevents me from being able to see her face clearly. Not a problem, so what landmarks are around the area you are searching for? The bleachers are right where is the gate I need to use to access that area. Okay, I remember having seen the bleachers early on this direction. Pointing at the direction with her finger. Really? That's perfect. That's all I needed. Thanks for helping me get my bearings. However, I also remember seeing a really tough looking man frantically rushing towards that direction too. Seriously? Oh my, I hope he doesn't find my friends. I'm sure they will all be fine. It is you I worry though. Peculiar smile, and it feels so familiar to me forms out of her lips. It seems I am beginning to see her face a bit better but not enough to properly get a good glimpse. Why is this? I try to get closer to her to look at her face clearly but she pushes me away from her. The big guy has found me. Do you have any idea how disrespectful you are? Little twerp, I'll make you sorry for what you've done. Excuse me, what's with all the commotion? What did this kid ever do to you? Stay out of this, kid. I'll show you, kid. She pushes the man out to the side and stands in front of me assuming a protective posture and clenching her fists. Once the guy launches onto her she swipes her hand without touching him and sends him flying off to a crowd and at this time she grabs my hand and we begin to run. Avoiding people as we go we see the entrance of the field and we reach the parking lot. There we see a trolley and decide to hop on it.
this trolley takes us around the entire town, we should be safe here. Let's take a seat. I'm assuming you are wondering how this happened. Well, if you were a real person, you wouldn't believe all the amazing things I can do. Wait, who are you? You wish, I don't know you. Actually, why are you here? I've never seen you in my life. But yet somehow I have seen you. You kind of look familiar, but I can't fully see you. There is something off. Oh my God, this must be a dream. Standing, what, how is she behaving like a human being? Hey, are you a real person? Of course I am. Wait, are you? Of course I am. This is my dream. No, this is my dream. Standing up, I look at her very seriously, and I ask for her name. She declines to say since if I were truly real, she would never give her name to me. You can't be real. I've been having this dream for years, and I always find everything in order except you today. Oh my god, you could be real. But how? Wait, I remember you. Suddenly she begins to scream in pain and falls to her knees. The trolley comes to a halt and the driver asks, what is going on? I don't know, I think she suddenly collapsed in pain. Passing out in pain, the driver calls for an ambulance. After a few minutes pass, she wakes up, all this time still can't clearly see her face. No matter what I do or what position I am in, when I look at her light blocks my view of her, she pulls me close into my ear and states the following. He is the cause of everything. He seeks to destroy us all. You must prepare everyone. She collapses again. Never have I encountered such bizarre scenarios in my dreams. I know I have seen her before, but I can't remember where. The ambulance arrives and I tell them I do not know her, but she was helping me find my way to my friends when suddenly she collapsed in pain. I was asked if I was a family member, but I only said I am a friend. Upon arrival, I am separated for questioning by the police. For being a kid, they all just call my family and they don't allow me to see her. But since this is a dream, I decide to go back and speak to her. However, many attempts of leaving my home always end up going to many different locations, none of which are the hospital I need to reach, as if something is against it, holding me back. But why? Then I begin to think that if I wake up, I may come back again at it. Like, repeat the dream? But then that will waste time, I'll have to start all over again everything and I have to make sure I make every single sedition almost the same to end up meeting with her. However, this is only possible if she is part of my dream, so if she isn't then I may never see her again. This could be the first time someone's dream runs interference with mine thus we ended up crossing paths. But if she is real then could she be in real danger, closing eyes, concentrating on breathing. Once only the heartbeat is what I hear then I say, Hey Lewis, how are you doing? The wait is at the emergency door. Yes, I can't see you well yet. The light was too bright. Ah yeah, I saw it all the way in the ocean while I was swimming. So what up, Pink Panther? Ah, uh, it's you, Obi. You are the only one that says that phrase. Well, no one else can say it as cool as I do. Ah uh, yeah, right. Saying sarcastically. You know, this is perhaps a bit of an emergency. So sorry to bother in. Nah man is cool. So go on, tell me. My vision gets restored by now. Well, it's kind of a long story. After explaining everything to Obi. So, this girl sounds like your dream girl to me. Are you sure she is real? That's the point I can't tell if she is or not. Please let's just go because I can't keep making her wait if she really is in trouble. Well, let's reset our emergency phrases, and then we can head back out to your mind. Once back on my mind, I begin to feel a burning sensation on my spine running up to my head. Obi, I'm beginning to have the chills I've been telling you about when I had my encounter. Would you know who? Are you serious? Should we gather the gang? Tuss, I vote we do. No, I think it's okay for now, but once this night isomer, we will have a serious meeting. Our point today is to investigate. If we encounter any trouble, you know the dream eject word we have for today. 
Yeah, I know. Decaying generation, right? Yes, is the simplest one everyone will always remember. Walking back to the trolley that can lead us to that side of town where the hospital she got admitted to is. Loud incoming stomping is heard across the sidewalk. Turning my eye to the left shoulder, I see the big guy again sprinting towards us, yelling and pulling Obi by the hand. Telling Obi, that's the big guy run. How did he found you? While panting, Lewis replies, I have no idea. Obi then stops and says, well, we don't have time to play the nice man. Let's take this guy down. My feet stop my reasoning has been blurred a lot by this guy. Why am I not realizing this is my dream? I can do whatever I want. Positioning myself in a karate position, I wait for the man. Once he catches up to us, he begins to glare and to say, You won't remember me, but I remember you and I told you I am coming for you and your friends. Um, who are you? Fool, you are a nobody. But yet I know you, Obi. Sprinting towards him and using a series of combos of kicks and punches, I try to hit him but to no avail. He dodges every single attack. You are going to need more than that, Lewis. He he. A rock comes flying at great speed and knocks him out after hitting its head. Nice job distracting him, Lewis. Dude, nice shot. Did you use telekinesis for that rock? Yes, I found my signature ability. Well, I wouldn't put a signature on it yet. We both laugh it off and go back to waiting for the trolley. You know, I didn't felt like he is part of a nightmare of mine. Usually, the whole dream is a nightmare, but this one is just him. You are right, maybe he is. You know who? Sky itself. It can't be him. He is ruthless and he speaks telepathically. A single stone wouldn't have been enough to stop him. The trolley arrives and we get to the hospital. After getting out we begin to run fast and bypass all security in search of all rooms where inpatients are. We find after a few minutes of search the girl, she is sleeping all alone with no one in the room. No flowers, no single postcard, nothing showing signs that she has been visited. That's her. Wow, you were right you can't see her face now. The sun reflecting off like that to prevent us from seeing her. I don't know but she doesn't look like she is in bad shape. She doesn't even have anything injected in her arm. Oh, will you too shush? I am trying to sleep. I have a strong migraine. Oh, it's you, Lewis. Yes, and this is my friend Obi. Hello, it's nice to meet you. Lewis has told me so much about you. I think he is in love. Shut your mouth, dude. That's not cool. Typical boys, that's the same reason why I didn't want to give you my name. Oh yes, we had to sneak in here to find you since we had no information on you whatsoever and they wouldn't have allowed us to see you if we don't even know your name. So, what's your name? Are you deaf? Didn't you hear what I just told you? Anyways, why did you come to see me? I left my dream and went to pick up Obi here to make sure that I can get help to find you and find out if you are real. I told you, you are part of my dream none of you is real. This is so bizarre. How can you keep insisting you are real and not my dream? There is no way another human being can enter the dream of another. We both begin to explain how we know about our dreams and of how we can do special things in them like have abilities and powers, even relive dreams or use them to train ourselves in the real world for like Olympics. So, you two also are like me. I thought I was the only one. Yes, we are trying to see if you are an anomaly because this is Lewis's dream we came to you. See if you were just part of the dream or Lewis's head then the dream would have restarted. If you are a real person and were able to access my dream without using a secret phrase only known to us then, you must have entered through another way. Well I do watch YouTube videos and I learned about lucid dreaming. I knew I could continue dreams even after waking up. I can go back to sleep and continue it as well as relive the dream. So, was this dream a reoccurrence, or a continuous one? It definitively was a recurring dream, but up to the point where I saw you looking a little lost. 
Actually, now that I come to think of it, I was in a park, not in a field. Then you must have come from the park next to the field. You can get there through the gate at the bleachers and then walk straight to the power generator. Past that is the park of the town. How are you feeling now? Are you feeling fine enough to get out of here? Yeah, I am fine now, still a little headache, but nothing I can't manage. Can we go and walk through your dream once we get back to the park? Yeah, I'd like that. Walking out of the hospital, we waited for about five minutes for the trolley, and as soon as it arrived, she fell into my arms. Again, that sun found its way to reflect itself from the trolley into my eyes. We couldn't see her face still. Once we entered and sat on the trolley. By the way, do you remember what you told me when you were screaming in pain? When we were in the trolley? Oh yeah, about you warning Lewis about it coming for us? Huh, I don't remember anything after I collapsed. Except the policeman who asked me after I woke up if I knew who you were, and I told him, you are just my friend. But when I asked him about your whereabout, he said you left me since he asked you to leave. Yes, they wouldn't let me inside to see you, since they said I'm not related and I clearly wasn't your friend cause I didn't know your name. Sorry about that. Well, I guess that's it, huh? Pointing out the window, we see our destination coming up next. Upon exiting the trolley, we see the big guy again. But this time he wasn't alone and expecting us. With a big grin on his face, they all began to walk towards the park, which is exactly where we are heading. Catching up with the girl about our previous encounter and how we left him before meeting her, we begin to walk to the park. After passing through the generator, Obi wants us to meditate and work on our breathing a bit first in case we encounter scary events. They may wake us up leaving the rest exposed against these guys. I know this is silly but I'm nervous and I don't want to have to deal with anything difficult on my own. Well that's we are here together, so we don't have to go through stuff like this alone. You guys can trust me, we've got this, I know we do. Well let's go. The trio advance against this new threat followed by a war cry, with Lewis up front but certainly Obi on his left and the girl on his right. Behind him, they begin to rush the two weirdos. Obi leaps into the air and begins to clench his fists. The girl with her voice releases some shock waves concentrated in a semilinear high-pitched frequency, visible enough to the naked eye. The enemies try to avoid this high frequency but Lewis is already holding from behind the big guy. The frequency hits the other weirdo, and when Obi lands his clenched fist it shakes the ground making everyone fall. At the same time, vines begin to grow and wrap the weirdos pinning them to the ground. The vines after forming, dry out and solidify. Lewis and the girl get up. Well, you should have warned us, Obi. I don't know how I did it. Look out. The big guy flexes his muscles and the vines shatter. He stands up, a loud uproar pushes us three away from them. He reaches to his weirdo accomplice and then disappears out of thin air as if they teleported themselves out of existence, leaving a vine growth structure hollow inside. When I look to my right side, I see the girl laying next to me, while Obi somehow ended a bit further to my left. They seem alright but unconscious. A white flash begins to fade in, and an alarm clock sound in the background begins to rise in volume. It it is my father's work alarm, and after everything turns white I find myself awake in my bed. It clearly wasn't all a dream. Making notes about all this I meet up with Obi in real life to confirm. After this event, it was difficult to find that girl again. For months we kept trying with no avail. Who is this girl? She reminds me of the girl in blue yet she acted differently. Was she real or a dream? I only have one job, to use my deep voice to narrate these stories. The Uavision doesn't pay me enough. 
Actually, these voices are powered by Descript. We don't get paid after all. Check out the affiliate link on the description for more information. Check out Chapter 8, Mession, Origins and Evolution.